Hey guys, I'm hungover. <laughs> and this week, we're going to talk about why we don't need to be talking about Louis C.K. And how Carl Lagerfeld thinks that all you women are just a little bit toxic. I'm going to give you some reading recs straight from Bill Gates. And be chella because God is real. This is Wigs and Weiss. You're a real bitch. You're a bitch. Cheers. I'm not about to start a conversation with a white man. Ava DuVernay, like... Wrinkle in time. I'm gonna, I have a feeling. I did a little bit, excuse me. Prince got in his limousine and tried to run over Michael Jackson, LaToya, and their mother. I'm not trying to take anything from Lady Bird. She became very involved in the dojo. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she did. I should be a lawyer. There was a... You're too boring, and you need to fire your fucking stylist. Okay. Very first was Jeff. If we have to sit through Dunkirk, like, you can sit through Lady Bird. And I like Dunkirk, but yeah. (laughs) Prince comes over with a big box, and he used to call Michael Jackson Camille. (laughs) I'm so apathetic to him. No, I guess I don't like him. So she made $4 million. That goes in the shell. Isn't isn't Quincy Jones bisexual? I'm sorry. It was Clive Davis. (laughs) And the day Clive Davis has touched a vagina. Do you want um, me to do it again? Yeah, I want you to do it again. Okay. Listen to Lindsay scream. <laughs> oh my God, it's so pretty scary. good. Have you watched it again? I don't have time for that. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but that is just the way that my body needs to work. So, so uh, mystery solved. Thanks, thanks Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> this is Riggs and Weiss. just started recording. Oh my goodness. Hi Wigs. Hi Wigs. Welcome to this episode of Wigs and Weiss. I'm Lindsay Harbert Silberman. I'm Paul Crows. And we're coming from Beverly Glen, California. It's not a, Beverly Glen's not a place. It's a street. It's a neighborhood. Is it? It is. I want, I'm going to Google that. When people say, where do you, when people ask you where you lived when you lived on Benedict Canyon, what'd you say? I live on Benedict Canyon. But you didn't. You lived on a different street. Well, that's fine. That's a different argument. And I say I live in Beverly Glen Canyon. I don't think that's accurate. I think you're wrong. So, hi, Wigs. This is so boring. Um, thanks for listening. If you're a first-time listener, this is probably not the best <laughs> episode for you because I am uh, embarrassingly, embarrassingly unprepared for this week's episode. But I have some caveats. One is... I'm really hungover. <laughs> I think that's the caveat. My friend Mike Rich, who is Hi, a Mike. loyal wig, was in town last night. And when Mike comes to town, it's a disaster. Listen, the only <laughs> times I vomit <laughs> is when Mike, is the day after Mike Rich comes to town. And I don't town. know why it has to be that way, but it's just a certainty. And last night was no exception. And I had to do a tech scout this morning for something that I'm doing next week. So work's been a little busy. And so I'm just really unprepared. But here's my rationale for being here. And I told Lindsay this yesterday. I said, Lindsay, my friend, my dear, we're both very busy right now. And we might just have to take a hiatus week that is not our usual you know, hiatus week. And I said, but let's just talk. Let's just record. Mm-hmm. Because this is my church. This is my therapy. Absolutely. And we value you, Wigs, so very much that we're here entirely unprepared. <laughs> or not entirely. Lindsay's prepared. I'm, I'm just I'm like, as prepared <laughs> as I usually am, which is not very prepared. <laughs> so we're both going to be like Lindsay this week. Um, um, and there's no boner alert because... Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. About sorry that. about that business. Sorry, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were going to, and I was like, yeah, I will lead it. We will 
just gab about it. I opened up a couple recaps and then my brain started leaking out of my ears and I said, it's not it's, today. It's just not the right week, but we'll no. be back. We'll be, we'll be talking about that. If you're watching the show, we're still obsessed with it. It's fantastic. Absolutely. The lip sync was incredible last week. Oh, it was a great lip sync. We will get into all that in two weeks. So we'll come back for that. But for this week, let's pop our cork. Let's pop our cork. Because that's what we do. Um, do you want to start? Sure. I want to talk about this Khloe Kardashian insanity. Are you familiar with what's I happening? Know, I know aspects of it. Okay. I know that he is a piece of garbage. Oh, he is trash. He is absolute garbage. Yes. I know that they've all unfollowed him. All the, okay, so maybe set it up because I'm going ahead. So to- for those of you who are not obsessed with pop culture, maybe at the depths that we are, um, Khloe Kardashian was pregnant with a basketball player named Tristan Thompson's baby. Um, She gave birth last week, but the day before she gave birth, the Daily Mail, again, the Daily Mail is also trash, but sometimes they break stories. They broke this story. They broke the story that Tristan was caught making out with another woman at a New York City club when he was there to play, I think, the next day in Manhattan. Um, that then snowballed into, there's a video of him at a hookah bar from October when Chloe was three months pregnant. And that's the most embarrassing aspect of this is why were you at a hookah bar? Why were you at a hookah bar, (laughs) sir? Let's, let's unpack that. Um, so he was at a hookah bar. I watched the video. It is damning. One of the girls has her hand on his dick the whole time. He gets, he... I think kisses one, maybe doesn't kiss one, but is very cozy with one and then motorboats the other. No, he does not. He does. <laughs> he straight up motorboats her. And at it's a not bar. at a hookah bar. Motorboated at a hookah bar <coughs> is the name of my memoir. <coughs> um, wow. So fast forward to, you know, current, well, the next day. She gives birth to their baby, True. The next day. The next day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. She oh, gives birth. T- poor Chloe. Poor Chloe. I mean, think about think what you will about the Kardashians. No one should go through that. No one should go through that. And after all this news was coming out, Tristan had a previous baby mama who he started he started dating Chloe when she was six months pregnant. The <laughs> former baby mama. She came out and basically said nobody deserves to go through what she's going through. Amber Rose, who Chloe had had a feud with uh, because of the whole Kylie Tyga drama, came out and was like, Mama, so sorry that you're going through this. So, you know, it's bringing people together. Yeah, wow. What a piece of shit Tristan is. My God. I don't like, we what do you do? We can all agree on that. Yeah, just garbage, garbage human. Um, and he's in the playoffs now, I believe. I believe so because he's on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, and they like I think they lost their first game real in like in a surprise. Look at me knowing something about sports. Yeah, I think he got me. booed when he went on the court. Good the day after. Yeah, um, they oh they're playing your Indiana Pacers. Oh look at that! And Indiana won the first game. Go Indiana! Their Beat next him. Game is today. He's a yeah, garbage get person. Get him, Indiana! Go get him! Um, <laughs> I just burped and super. like the sports cheer. Get him. <laughs> just go get him. <laughs> you just beat that mean man. Beat him up because he's he's Show not him nice. Who's boss and score those three points. Yeah, but she, you know she had a baby. She wanted to have a baby. Good for her. <laughs> Name the baby True. And I I'm, didn't know that the yeah. baby's name True. Yeah. No. I 
I think in the in the scope of Kardashian naming, true is one of the least offensive. Uh, There's rain. <laughs> Spelled R E I G N. Dream. Dream. <laughs> um, Saint. North. Saint. What's the new one? Isn't that Saint? What's the middle one? So there's North, Saint. Oh, there's another. There's a, yeah, there's the she one that had, she had with the surrogate. With the surrogate. Let's see. This is um, Stormy. <laughs> Wait, is, so that, again, is that the third one? No, Stormy is Kylie's baby. <laughs> Why name your baby Stormy when one of the biggest news stories at the time is Stormy Daniels? I know. That is weird. You know? Um, apparently, Kim and Kanye, as of right now, want baby number four by the end of this year. Oh, God. Chicago. Oh, that's right. See? <laughs> See? So, true. True is actually... You're right. I'm on board with true yeah. now. Ugh. Anyway, sorry about your luck, Chloe. Pick a better guy next time. She won't. No, it's but sad. Good luck with the child that you have and you keeping know, a relationship with this man in your life now for the rest of your life. Barf. Um, I will start with this fantastic uh, Carl Lagerfeld interview okay. that I just stumbled upon. Um, and by fantastic, I mean horrible, horrible, because um, Carl Lagerfeld is, I think, notoriously insane. Yes. Like, I think he's been crazy forever. For sure. Um, but he did an interview with the French magazine Numero. And um, the interview I had to translate from French to English, so it's botched a little bit. But the key moment that you're going to want to hear is that the interviewer brings up International Women's Day, because that was the day of the interview. And he responds by saying, for me, Women's Day is every day of the year. Men's fashion, very little for me. I buy it, certainly. And I'm delighted that Hetty Samane goes to Celine. But draw a men's collection to <laughs> but draw a men's collection to collect all these foolish models? No thank you. Not to mention the fact that with their accusations of harassment, they have now become toxic. No, no, no. Do not leave me alone with one of those sordid creatures. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Women in general. He says that. Yeah, you are all toxic, and don't leave me alone with them. It started so nice. I know it. It, it turned left. He also brought up um, that he one of the the interviewer asked him if you were to slip into the shoes of a first lady, would you be Brigitte, Carla, or Bernadette? And he responds, "I'm friends with them, so I will not answer that question." Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's like, "Well." I'm just like, I quoted you three in this case. And he, she, so he finally responds and talks about that. But the most interesting thing is that he says, personally, I love Mrs. Obama. I fell in love with her when an American journalist asked her if she did not think leather skirts were too tight for a first lady. And Michelle Obama responded, why? Do you not like my big black ass? I don't think Michelle Obama said that I in an interview. I don't Do think you she recall did that? either. I think that would have been big news. But I wish... <laughs> That were the case. I mean, maybe she did, but that seems very out of that character. That seems... She's like Cardi B all of a sudden. Seriously, you don't like my big black ass? I don't think those words came out of Michelle Obama's mouth. So Carl, Carl's off his rocker. And in regards to his thoughts on women, you know what? It, they're not the toxic ones, buddy. No. And you shouldn't be alone with them. We'll stand by that. But they're not the Is toxic ones. I don't know. Um, Let's do a quick Google. Uh, yeah, we're just doing everything live now. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, um, it's a really weird interview, though. He talks about how he, like, doesn't shave and, like, has... Yeah, he says he's... Uh, 
He does not have hair on his chest nor in the back, thank goodness, or on the thighs. Like, how did that what? come? I don't know. It's so, like, he's, fashion people are fucking weird, huh? Yes. So he is gay. He is gay. He was, had a long-term relationship from the, in the early 1970s with socialite Jacques de Bacher. Until his Harry? Death. That's exciting. Until his death is what I said. I said Jacques Harry. <laughs> Jacques. Maybe. <laughs> Lester. Did you watch 227? No. Oh. It was a little before my time. No All offense. right. No offense. No offense. Offense taken. Good. You don't get to decide if I'm offended. Well, I said no offense, so that was my... I made that decision for you. You're being a man right now. <laughs> I'm doing my best to try. <laughs> Don't mansplain me. Girl, I'll Go. Mans- so... <laughs> <laughs> so you heard about the Southwest flight. It's very sad. Is this the dog? No. Oh, you haven't heard about this. No. A Southwest flight's engine exploded. <gasps> when did this happen? Shortly after takeoff, either yesterday or the day before. Guys, I've been really hungover. <laughs> <laughs> For days. <laughs> this is an intervention, Paul. Hi. So <laughs> um, it took off from LaGuardia. Engine straight up exploded. What? Um, had an emergency landing. Tammy Jo Schultz was the pilot. Get it, girl. Yes. She landed it. Get it, girl. I Unf- knew if you were... Oh, no. Unfortunately, one person did die. No. And it's horrifying this woman jennifer reardon um was sitting by a window it somehow cracked and half her body was sucked out (coughs) nightmare (laughs) this is not the day for this story (coughs) paul is having (laughs) i'm so sorry no i it's important that this is, oh no, God, yeah. oh my God. Um, so that very poor sad, woman. poor oh, woman. I'm never flying again. Never flying feel, again. That feels like something that is like That's in a like, final destination fi- I was movie. just going to say that. That's final Destination 13. <gasps> it happened. It's horrific. Oh my God. I vote her poor family. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Never flying again. But at least Tammy Joe was there to pilot the plane and did get it back on the ground she um, and the trauma of yeah. all those people on the plane from not only the explosion but witnessing. Yeah, I am not doing well with this yeah. information. I, this was probably not the best story to talk about, but it's real. It's a cork. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Oh boy. Moving on. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I have an actual newspaper article. Paul brought paper news. I got, they've been delivering the newspaper to our place in Palm Springs for some reason. And they it's were piling my up. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> totally the culprit. <laughs> they were piling up by the door. And so I was like, it's either the people that were renting our place mm-hmm. or someone's dead on our floor. <laughs> There's right. either that. Um, but I read this article, which is also just a major, major bummer. That there essentially are um, the, the Puerto Ricans that have dis- been displaced to the U.S. The headline is Job Licensing Slows Displaced Puerto Ricans. They've been displaced here, and they are skilled in certain things. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously, there's a huge uh, tourism community in Puerto Rico, so there are people who are masseuses and spa workers. And they can't work here because of the licensing, and they can't get their licenses because of a backlog of, uh. like, if you lost all your information, obviously, like, your passport and stuff like that, you can't get the licensing. And that's where I'm like, 
we do way too much shit as humans that keep people from just doing what they need to do yes. because of permits and paperwork and fucking taxes and all this shit that you have to do just so you can operate as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Like these are people who are gifted, talented, and they are here because they have their homes have been taken from them. So can we give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and let them fucking rub some shoulders and do some facials, which they're probably fucking gangster good at? Like probably. why... They should move to Indiana because there's some weird loophole in Indiana that you don't have to be a licensed massage therapist. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, This is hard for Connecticut out of, even though it's in the Palm Springs paper. I don't think people write for just newspapers anymore. Like, you don't work for the Palm Springs newspaper. You work for the Associated Press. Right. And that's what one of these articles was. That's a side note. But yeah, I mean, the fee just to become a Connecticut massage therapist is $380. Goddamn. That's expensive. That is expensive. Just to be like, and where does that money go? I'm sure. Like, it's going back into education of, like, more masseuses. No, it's not. It's going to some (laughs) dirty bastard's pocket, and I'm pissed. (laughs) With this money, we make sure other masseuses are educated. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it does. That's my article. For I read that. For just five cents a day, you too can adopt a massage therapist. And the great thing about this um, article is on the other side is a wig, which you'll hear later. Oh, I can't wait. Wow, look at you. Two for one. Guys, read the newspaper. I learned a lot because I was just sitting by the pool reading the newspaper. Look at you. More than I do with the damn internet sometimes. Ugh, I've, I really need to stop looking at my phone so much. I realized yesterday I probably wasted like at least a solid... Two hours just staring at my phone yeah, it's, mindlessly. There is an addictive yes. element. It's doing something to the brain. Yeah, it's rewiring. Yeah. Our kids are fucked. Yeah. Our unborn children. <laughs> um so this this was I was Got any more good news for me over there. <laughs> this is a little bit more lighthearted. Um mm. and it was just a matter of time before this happened. But I would argue that it was still pretty fast. The Hollywood Reporter um, published an article either today or yesterday about Louis C.K. Pa- Louis C.K.'s path path to a comeback. No, because what we should be worried about right now <laughs> is how the fuck Louis C. fucking K. is going to get back into our good graces, right? Like, even if this were a thing, why mm-hmm. are we talking about? Let it just be yeah. a thing. If it happens, it happens. Sure. And you can con- deal with it then. Why are we brainstorming yeah. how to get him back how in? How to get that poor little turtle without a shell back in the spotlight. Yeah. He's so gross. So um, Stuart Miller, the, the writer of this article. It's like, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. So it's been five months since he was kind of blacklisted. And of course, this guy goes around and asks different com- comics how they think that Louis should, Louis should come back. Christopher, Christopher Titus, because everybody gives a shit what Christopher Titus has to say. And it, I shouldn't be going for him. He was asked a question on the internet. <laughs> I mean, that's why I said, like, when you Sorry, said the Titus. name of this article, you were like, this guy. <laughs> well, fuck Stuart Miller. Why are you writing that's this? That's true. That's true. This is not a conversation we that needs to be had. But you know why, because you clicked on it. Uh, that's true. That's the problem. But continue. Sorry. But it definitely kind of painted a sympathetic figure, you know. Whoa, Gilbert Gottfried it was like, you know, there there are levels to to um, sexual harassment and what he did wasn't as bad as what Harvey Weinstein did. It's like, okay, so the lesson that we should learn here is if you're going to be a scumbag, 
just be a little bit of a scumbag or, you know, like a medium level scumbag because you'll just have to take a five month vacation and then everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it's all a sliding scale. Yeah. Like, fuck you. How much did you grow? Okay. We're going to give you mm, two years. Yeah. But we say two years, but good behavior, which yes. means <laughs> yes. we don't know about yeah. the girls that you're harassing. Right. You'll be back on a Hulu show in no time. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's going to be big news. Hulu's going to love it. We're going to love it. And then you can start jerking off in people's We'll have your black again. and white photo on the mm-hmm. cover of Variety looking but you look so sad? sadly down on the ground, mm-hmm. penitent. You're um, looking at your past. You're learning from it. You're learning. That's good. That's good. good. Love good. it. Yes. yes. It just made me so angry. We all knew that this was going to happen. We all knew that Louis C.K. was going to come back. And it hasn't happened yet. But the fact that we're already talking about it means that you're already trying to put forgiveness for him into the public psyche. Right. And I would say, too, that, like, there are people who have come out and said, like, you know, Matt Damon got chastised for mm-hmm. saying that there are skills with whatever. And the problem I find with that is that it's it's what we're... It's not that yes, there I think there are like just to be that guy for a second, there are levels of what like obviously sure. a, rape is rape, grabbing a boob is something different, do, jerking off in front of somebody, they are different. They are different things. The problem is that the conversation right now is about how to bring them back to their Exactly. It, like it's not if you could say there are levels to these things and we should just really not do any of it mm-hmm. and that be the end of it, that's fine. But the problem is, is that it's there are levels to these things and we should make sure that we like let these guys, yeah. you still did something really shitty and that is known now and mm-hmm. you're going to have to deal with the repercussions of that. So I'm not big on the argument of like, Let's take things just like what he's doing. Right yeah, now. let's let's make sure we focus on these guys that you know weren't that bad. Right. Instead of focusing on the cultural problem that allows us to consistently keep happening. And that's unfortunately like maybe if this happens in five years, where this conversation were not as hot as it is right, right. now, it might be different for Louis. Yeah. But it's happening right now, and we can't turn back the clock on no, it. Girl. And I don't want to because the Me Too movement is too important. Totally. I'm sorry, Louis. Like you may not and get you're not gonna get my eyes, but like you may not get a few other sets of eyes too. And you're gonna have to deal with that. You did a bad thing. Yeah. Also, if he were to... So the argument that a lot of people were making was that he should get on stage and he should have a special that focuses on what he's learned from this and how he's come out the other side. Sure. Okay, but Louis, you're going to go ahead and shift the spotlight on you, make the discussion about you, instead of making it about the big big scope of things that are going on right now. And you're going to have a bump in your career because you jerked off in people's faces. Well, and that, yeah, and that is a sort of like, it it depends to me. I want to see what that special is before I judge like what because who knows he might come out and he might say something that is deeply insightful about the experience that is not he's like and humble himself who knows nah I I would like to see it before we imagine it (laughs) but I hear you and you are in different shoes that you are entitled to feel the way you do I'm not mansplaining. Like I, I personally, no, you 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 are perfectly (laughs) capable of having your own opinion. Am I? Yeah, I'm just saying that it's wrong and mine's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's Lindsay splaining. Exactly, Lindsplaining. Lindsplaining. That's pretty good. I like that. But my biggest problem with all of this is the fact that like. If this was a woman who t- had a huge misstep, her career would be over. Right. It would never have a comeback. Matt, like Meg Ryan put too many fillers in her face and we can't we haven't seen her for a fucking decade. Right. This guy whipped his dick out to people that didn't want to see his dick and he gets 5 months and then he's going to be a huge star again. Fuck it. 
I hate it all. Time will tell, but Lindsay's made her <laughs> I've call. made up my mind. <laughs> her mind's made up. Yes. Um, I had one more thing. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> it's a good thing. Um, it's somewhere here. Uh, sorry. I'll, it's about... Um, did you hear about this Lord of the Rings bullshit? No. Mm, okay, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. That's clear. I right. don't particularly think it's that interesting. Um, I don't get it. I love it. It's not for me. Right. Fine. So keep that in mind when you hear this rant. <laughs> <laughs> They're rebooting Lord of the Rings on Amazon as no. a TV series. And they have Snooze. committed to a five-season Run. What? They've already agreed to five seasons. That's so many seasons. And they are shelling out $250 million for the rights alone, right? That's just the rights. Not the money to actually produce it? No, no, no. When production expenses like casting producers and visual effects are factored in, the series is expected to cost no. north of $1 billion. No. No. Here's what. <laughs> We don't have clean drinking water in Flint, Michigan. Why are we spending a billion dollars on the Lord of the Rings? Well, we already have have, like 20 movies. We don't have (laughs) food in places that, like, I know this is a ridiculous. Puerto Rico just ran out of power. They don't have a a billion dollars to watch Lord of the Rings over five seasons. Go fuck yourself. Amazon. Come on. Like, Why do we need it? We don't. The movies were perfectly fine. They won Oscars. Yeah. Go Leave watch the movies again. You know what? The books are really good. Yeah. People Go like read the a book. book. Go read a book. Try a book. Try a book. Amazon, you should want people to try a book. You started as a book place. That's an excellent point. Boom. It could be a Kindle promotion. It'll cost you $500. Exactly. Problem solved. You put Sounds that $1 billion back in your pocket, Amazon, you can get my shit here faster. Like, I... Can't. No. That one's a no. That's going to be a no for me. Uh, I tried watching the Lord of the Rings movies every Ugh. time I fall asleep. I fall asleep. I saw the first one in the theater. I watched the second one, I think, like on TV, mm-hmm. and I never saw a third one because someone told me it was like four hours or something. Yeah. Why do we need five? Is it four se- hours? I don't know. I can't. Maybe. My dad loves it. it. It's like his favorite thing of all time, so I feel like I'm a bad daughter for <laughs> shitting on it so much, but... I, and I like fantasy and sci-fi. It's not sci-fi, but I like fantasy and I like that world, but it's a snooze for me. Um, it's 260... No, 254 minutes is the DVD extended edition. Ugh. It was originally 201 minutes. It's too long. That's too long. That's way too long. Oh, makes me feel more hungover. <laughs> okay. That's all I got that's, for my uh, That's quirks. all my quirks, too. Do you have anything else? Because I just have flipped wigs. Um, I actually have a Troll Patrol Dispatch. Troll Patrol Dispatch. Oh. And it's a really, really great one. And it comes, um, and it's great that it happens this week because I did not have time to do a Troll Patrol, but it comes from my sister-in-law, Kareen. Kareen, this is her... Instagram name, but her name is Carrie. <laughs> Hi, Karini. It's Karini. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's supposed to be a secret too. I just spoiled, but um, anyway, she says she sent me this from. Um, it's the name of it is um, kind of blocked in the Instagram. It's a it's a Korean barbecue place, and I should know the name of it, but I can't. Can you read like see how her name there is like? It's blocking the. 
thing. Oh, I see it now. It's called Gen Korean, G-E-N Korean okay. Barbecue House. God, I love a Korean barbecue. Who doesn't? Well, it's so good. Jimmy M doesn't. Well, fuck you, Jimmy M. We wouldn't be friends. Now, I'm going to read this, and you're going you're gonna to think I'm like messed up in the head. Okay. Because it's one of those. Promise. But this is exactly how it goes. Have come here quite a few times, but have never felt as harassed in my life than tonight. I came with a group of friends, and we had a waiter named Andy and a trainee who was named Kim, I believe. It's already like, yeah. you either know her name was Kim or you don't. Right. Like, you're not just going to pull that out of your ass. Or you're being racist. Oh. Andy was nice, but we never saw him often. And if we did, whenever we asked him for what we wanted, he would send the trainee to get it. Okay, he's training somebody. The trainee was fast and quick and helped us with most of our dining experience. Okay. The food was good, but the meat felt like it had been frozen and defrosted as the meat would stick to the pot too quickly and burn. We had grill changes more frequently than expected as well. But they did change your grill. (laughs) When it came time to pay the waiter, Andy made a comment about us having had seen... See, this is hard when they write like this. When it came time to pay the waiter, Andy made a comment about us having had him as a server before, but we had never seen him in our lives, and then he changed his statement to that he had seen us when he was serving other people. That's the hardest sentence I've ever read. And why does any of this matter? We did not tip because our food would not come complete every time. We had to repeat several times what we wanted, Andy did not ask us half the night if we needed any new food, and the food would burn too easily, even if the fire was low. They didn't tip because (laughs) they didn't like the food. And apparently Andy said he had seen them before. What? My head really hurts after that. But they also said that the the trainee was very attentive and that the food was good. But it stuck to the grill. And I've never heard that it's a sign that it had been frozen and defrosted that it stuck to the grill. I've never heard that either. They're also marinated within an inch of their life at Korean barbecues, which is delicious. Yes, it is. But you're not going to be able to tell if it was frozen before. I don't know what that is That about. was crazy. That's crazy. So that Carrie sent that to us, not just like putting us on a mission. She actually sent us Thank that. you, Carrie. So Carrie, thank you. That um, person's a psychopath <laughs> and doesn't deserve to <laughs> dine out. <laughs> um, and there, there are some other really terrible reviews about this place. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh that one was not earned. It was not earned. There was nothing wrong with that dining and I'm, experience. I'm guessing it's, it's actually it's rated four stars on Yelp or to, over 2,300 reviews. It's in Alhambra, California. You guys check it out because they're, they're doing something right if yeah, they're four stars. Sure. And this piece of garbage is, you know, a troll. Which Total is why troll. we do troll patrol. But the pa- the sad thing is that he was like, everything was actually fine. Yeah. But I didn't tip. And somebody said they recognized me. Like, relax, dude. I love it when people recognize me. I know. It's taken me two months for the people at my spin <laughs> my spin studio to know my name, and I feel like a baller. <laughs> not. It's a good thing you feel like that. Yeah. Because you're not. I'm not. I'm not a baller. Um, and with that, I would flip my wig if you can. I'm ready to flip the fuck out of this wig. <laughs> Okay, can I start? Yes, please. Because I don't know what else I need to flip my wig about this week more than Beachella. I I didn't put it on my list because I knew that you would talk about it. So I could do a separate episode on this performance 
For those of you who somehow missed that Beyonce performed at Coachella mm-hmm. on Saturday night, and you might have missed the multiple times I brought up and gave to God my intentions and God responded <laughs> by giving me a streaming performance of Beyonce was mm-hmm. like proof that our podcast works. And actually on top of that, our podcast speaks directly to God. I forgot to tell you that I forgot. This is, I'll put that. It's another week later. Never mind. There's another thing that God's listening. Um, but Beyonce's performance, it's to me, there is no hyperbole. Mm-hmm. It is the greatest performance I think I've ever seen. In a, in, in a setting, in a time, the context, it, the, like seeing formation in person was incredible because I was standing there and I'm in, in like the presence of her. But this was even, I think, exceeded that because she crafted that performance yes. to a level that I thought it was over five times. Yes. I was like, that was incredible. And then she'd just turn around and come back. But wait, there's and more. I, I was off the couch. I was dancing. I was... <laughs> Like, and it was 11 o'clock at night and it was, I mean, it truly was one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. It was awesome. From the Destiny's Child rumors coming true. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kelly and Michelle looking so fucking good and was, sounding so good. I was so sad when Kelly's boots started to droop though. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there. I was Listen, like, oh, Kelly. It's a sign that, that it's... That life is real. That like there are imperfections. So, I yes, mean, Beyonce's boob almost popped out of her top. Oh, the, really? Uh, I didn't, didn't notice. Say, well, you didn't make it to the end of the performance. I did, girl. I girl. was texting you, and you went radio silent. That's because I had to plug my phone in because it was dying. You stayed away for the whole thing. I stayed. Did you not get my text? I, I got said, it at the end, but I thought I it was slay. you like waking up and being like, "I got girl, it. Girl, offensive, <laughs> offensive. Um, what else? Solange's breakdown with her two sisters having mm-hmm. the best time. Her doing like stuff from B Day. I know. I was like, why are you like, what? How did you know? How do you know that when I, I needed need this? That. And having a whole fucking again. marching band up there with her. I know. Incredible. My don't, only don't. thing. Jay Z. Oh, no, I didn't give a fuck about that. Okay. I wanted her to wear that outfit from the beginning longer. When she, she comes out with while. that. No, when she oh came, the, 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 the 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 yeah the the queen cape outfit yeah with the cane but she was entering and into glitter but that was everywhere that was the statement to like announce she's arrived and then she got into like it was um HB yeah what is it called it was like uh I forget what you called it but B University yeah like she wanted to get right into that she had a marching band she had to address I know, but that. what a gorgeous it was gorgeous she look. wants to just give you like a taste of it was, everything it was when she appeared my heart nearly stopped and I a single tear rolled down my face it was such a beautiful look she was serving that I just wanted drummer, more of it that lead drummer mm-hmm. that opened on it when she snarled yes I was like oh. we are in for it yes we it was are so in good. For and it. then when the drum line came out and the the people with the um the little the things that the go symbols? Tsh, yes <laughs> <laughs> the things that go tsh, yes those and are symbols the woman the one woman in that drum line bam 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 just bam just fucking yes. tearing it up oh. how about the baton twirler yes how about um Oh my God! Wait, I just had another. There was uh, another moment that I almost like fell off the couch. Oh, when she referenced Blue Ivy. Yes. <gasps> like, what are you doing? You referenced your own daughter's meme moment, and so subtly. Mm-hmm. And there's 15 other things. I watched it. It was. It's been like taken down everywhere. You really? cannot find it. Do you and think she'll do it again this weekend? 
she's doing she's not streaming this weekend. Oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, they only stream the first weekend. Um, and I will say to that as well, like Couchella, and I know I'm not the person that came up with that, but it is a thing. It is real. It is so good. Oh my god! So the way that they have designed, like it's also a sign that, like you know, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, but this is a gift mm-hmm. that they have given us. Not just Beyonce, but Couchella, that you can just go onto this website and they have three different stages that you can click over. Right, I want to. I want to see Bleachers later. Will you remind me? Yeah. Sure, Boo. I got you. And we just left it on in the background all weekend. Music playing like we were at the festival. And other standout performances of the weekend. Leon was incredible. I don't know. Do you know Leon? Yes, but I did not see it. She's outstanding. SZA was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Saint Vincent killed it. Bleachers were fantastic. I miss Bleachers. Bleachers. Um, they had Carly Rae come out, which was adorable. Oh, that's fun. And they sang the song that they do. Have you heard their song? From- oh, she's blonde now. Yeah. I saw photos with her. And I'm I was not like, Who entirely is that? in love with it, yeah, but it's she, like she it's looks fine like a for baby. like like get it back to normal for the album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but they sang the song from Love Simon that they do, mm-hmm. which is really cute. Um, and my favorite of the non Beyonce performances was First Aid Kit. First Aid really? Kit. Oh my god, they were so good, and they came out and they did a um, speech. Remember that song I played for you? Um, You're the problem here. Yeah, about like men being terrible. They came out, and right after that, they were like, all right, ladies, like, we need to, like, remember that this is not acceptable behavior, kind of doing the same thing. And then she was like, and to you guys out there. Now, this is Coachella, too, where there are a lot of bros broing out. And she's like, you need to know that it's not just rape, and it's not just sexual abuse. It's hearing somebody talk shit about a woman. You stand up for that woman, and you do the right thing, because we need it, and we need you to be better men. And I was like, We need you to be better men. Yes. 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 And I was like, first aid kit, you are the first aid kit that we need in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, a, I'm like, that pushed me over the edge with them. And they sounded great. The music was fantastic. So Can you, we go back and watch any of the performances that aren't Beyonce? They have uh, songs that okay. you can go back and see. Like, I think um, Broken Clocks is on there for SZA I watched. And then um, there were a couple. They usually pick, like, one song, but not the full sets. Okay. So they'll have a song for sure. Oh, my God. And there was one other moment. Um Niall Rogers, who mm-hmm. is the guy that he was like from the, he's in the big 70s musician. He was the guy from Chic. Like, okay. Freak out. He's a guitar player. Um, he told this story up on stage where he was diagnosed with cancer, um, I think like probably like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said it was a death sentence. They were like, you should start to make your final arrangements. And he came home and he's like, for a musician, when you are told to make your final arrangements, you're like, I don't really know how to do that, so I'm just going to go make more music and I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on that. Turns out, like, maybe a year later, he gets a call from Daft Punk and Pharrell. And they're like, we really want to collaborate with you. And they make Get Lucky. Oh, my God. And it's Get Lucky, which he goes in to perform, and it's a great version of it, too. And at the very end, uh, right at the end of his, like, beautiful speech, he's like, and I'm standing here in front of you today, cancer-free. How the fuck? I know. It's like 15 wow. years. So that was like another fantastic moment. It was like people can shade Coachella all they want as a fest. The people that go to Coachella, that's fine. And they were and also a mess. the guy that runs it's a scumbag, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. That too. But the festival itself <laughs> and the music that they put out there is incredible. Yeah. And it's a great thing. So next year, I am very get happy yourself that on they, Coachella. Yeah, that they stream it. I will never go. Never. I'm the glitter. I, I, I was, was gonna say I'm too old for that, but that's not even the case. I was. I just have no desire. I was in Palm Springs for it, like just in the area, mm-hmm. and which is right next to Coachella, and the glitter and outfits of the people who are children now, it's unreal. Yeah, the rompers 
It's hideous. I love a romper. Though. You can wear. These are men in rompers. Let me be very oh. clear. Men in rompers. What are is they happening. called? Uh, I can't remember. There was, I remember when the man romper hit the mainstream. It needs to hit the bricks. Yeah. They're, yeah. You heard. You heard. Um, but yes, Beachella, Beachella was, it was a sight to behold. And I did make it through the whole thing. I, you're such a f***ing liar, Camille. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Sure. One more thing about rompers. <laughs> on Thursday night, I went to Toucans to watch Drag Race, mm-hmm. and a lot of gays were there. There was two gays in rompers, particularly. Not all of the gays were in rompers, but two of them were. And he got brought up on Jasmine um, Simone, who mm-hmm. I love, was doing the night, and she brought them up on stage during the drag show. And one of the bitchy boys in rompers, someone in the audience said, where'd you get your romper? And he said, your mother. <gasps> I mean, I love it. I was like, that's not nice. It's so funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I am... It's funny now. (laughs) It wasn't funny then. I felt really bad for her. And she was like... That's not nice. It was like a small group, too, that it was just like... <laughs> Listen, a well-placed <laughs> your mother joke it is never lost on me. <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny now. <laughs> Where'd you get your romper? <laughs> your mother. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. Okay. All right, romper. I guess you win. <laughs> Um, all right. So my first flipped wig is very different. (laughs) (laughs) Is it nearly as long and obnoxious? Listen, we could have just talked about Beyonce the rest of the time. Um, mine is a book. Oh, it's called turtles all the way down. It's written by John green who wrote, uh, fault in our stars. And the reason I found out about it was, uh, Josh, my husband. I'm always going to say Josh, my husband, even though you all know who I'm talking about at this Everyone point. Everyone knows who Josh is. Josh, my husband, uh, saw a post by Bill Gates who said he and his daughter really enjoyed the book. And then I went on my my library app. It was at the library. I downloaded it on my Kindle. You need to know all this very important information. <laughs> um and it was so good. It's set in Indianapolis, which is okay. amazing. I had no idea, but it was really funny. This is the only book I've ever read, I think, set in Indianapolis. Hmm. Um, unless there's a Vonnegut book that is. Doesn't matter. There uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's your doesn't matter for the episode. <laughs> so uh, it's about a young woman who um, is in high school and is struggling with kind of obsessive thoughts and um it's a very much a coming of age story but told in such an interesting way because she suffers with some mental illness and i think is it told from her point of view yeah it's her pov um and so you kind of you he writes the 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 inner struggle for her very interestingly um and i thought it was really good the story is great uh, it was a quick read. I read it in probably like three days. And you're a fast reader. I am a fast reader. I'm trying you're to read 24 books reader. this this year. Oh, I where have, are you on the mission? I've read four. You need to read um, Little Fires Everywhere. I do. That was fantastic. I'll look it up on my. And that's to everybody. I'm not just talking to Lindsay right now. <laughs> you guys, everyone. That's not a wig, although it should be. It could be. Hey, you know what? It's a wig. Guys, read Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. Okay. Um, it is. So it's the next big little eyes. Okay. Like a very and that's so like 
tacky to even say because it stands alone unto itself. And they, but they are essentially Reese Witherspoon's adapting it, so oh, there's some true. truth in it. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon and um, Kerry Washington are adapting it for I think Hulu or HBO. But it's gonna I be six part limited series again, and so good, so good. I'm in for it. It's a mini wig. Mini wig. Sorry, go back to what you want. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I definitely recommend it. It felt a little YAE, but it's not. It's not so young adult that you feel like an idiot reading it. <laughs> good, <laughs> which is something I struggle with when yeah. I read YA. Um, and then I since moved on to Stephen King's son. Oh, the one that they wrote together. No, it's one called Strange Weather. It's four short novellas. Oh. I just finished the first novella, and it's good. I think that he definitely takes a lot of uh, style points from his dad. Like, mm-hmm. he, they have a similar voice, which I love Stephen King, so it's good for me. Yeah. Um, still a little bit, the uh, I am not sure. You know, it's still out there, yet to be decided if I'm into What's him that? or not. Oh, okay. Brain. The point? No idea. (laughs) No idea anymore. Um, So you've read one of the four. I have. I started the other one last night. You should read good. Have you read Full Dark, No Stars? Mm -mm. That's Stephen. That's four other novellas. um, But one of them is... um, Actually, no, that's not the one that had the... Gerald's Game is a separate book. It's oh Gerald. Oh. No, but it's got two movies. It's been three of the four. Three of the four stories have been adapted for movies. Really, one of them's called 1942. I think it's on Netflix. Yes, or nine, it's a year, and that one I haven't seen yet. He did Big Driver, which was on Lifetime with Maria Bello, which is probably the best story in the book, but it's not a good movie. And then it's, it's on a Lifetime. Lifetime. I know. And it should have been, it's because it's a really gruesome, like scary story, mm-hmm. and it was not adapted well. I watched like half of it, and it was not good. And then the he did another one that is not one of the better stories. But like three of the four stories have been Damn. adapted if it tells you how good the book is. Yeah. I have it. I'll bring it to you. Oh, awesome. And that's you. to the whole audience. I will bring <laughs> the book to each of you. You, you get a book. You get a book. Um, it's your turn. Um, I want to talk about Handmaid's Tale season two. Yes, which please. Is upon us. With we are seven days away. Um, it's going to be one of those shows that you cannot not watch live. Yes. I have it already uh, Entertainment Weekly profiled it this week in their cover story, and it gave me goosebumps in a lot of good ways. And I'm also like very anxious about it because I think it's going to be unflinchingly brutal um, after season one. It's hard to imagine how they don't raise the bar in yeah. terms of what we see. And well, it's interesting too because their source material is done, right? Um, but Margaret's still part yeah, of the show, she's still so she's consulting. guiding it. And it sounds like we're going to get um, the article. This is not a spoiler because it's in the article. Eh, you know what? Read the article if you want to. But we're going to see a lot of cool stuff. I I'm not going to go there. I'll tell you later. Okay. I ain't that guy, <laughs> unlike you. I'm not a guy. A lot of good guest stars, too, this season. Oh, really? I'm blanking on who they all are, but there's like three really good people. I remember telling Nick. And <laughs> <laughs> cool story, Paul. Yeah. You're one to talk. <laughs> At least you could do is say, doesn't matter afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Fair. See? Yep. It works for all occasions. Um, 
Uh, I want to talk about A Quiet Place. Okay. Were you going to talk about it? I was not going to talk about it, but can we talk about it in regards to what I just did? Bitch, I'm not going to spoil anything. <sighs> That's also something that you say every week, but let's see what happens. I was just going to You're say, editing this week, so you can put out there whatever you say. <laughs> I'm going to jump back in the booth after you leave and just be like, these are all the... P- <laughs> so that part of the end... <laughs> These are all the plot points. Yeah. This is what happens. And the big twist is, <laughs> um, no, I, people had said that it was great. I went into the theater expecting something great and it definitely delivered. I enjoyed it, it was very much. I think it's an A plus for me, which I don't give out often. I'll give it a solid A. Yeah. I have a couple of things that I didn't, I, that I'm like, eh, but I won't say them because they're spoilers. Uh, I think John Krasinski, I was not expecting Jim from The Office to be a great director. Mm-hmm. It was directed beautifully. Masterful. It was, it was so good. Yep. And the little boy at the beginning mm-hmm. is the cutest child I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> my ovaries exploded, then put themselves back together because they realized that they need to still work to then hopefully create a human one day because that child was so cute. Um, all the actors were great. I love Emily Blunt. Always loved her. She's always fantastic. will. She's so good. I saw, um, I watched uh, Day After Tomorrow. What is the one that she's in with Tom Cruise? Yeah. They like, that's a weird one. It's called Day. It's, now it's called Live, Die, Repeat. Yes, which is weird. Yes. And it's called, is it Day After Tomorrow? Uh, I don't remember, but I watched it for the first time last that's week. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, she's in it. She's really tan. That's my <laughs> only problem well, with it. Well, she's fighting outside. She True. doesn't have time to put on sunblock. She's tanned and contoured, though. Well, anyway, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow is the one about the end of the world. Yeah. Um, but That's a bad movie. It is. I. That's the Dennis Quaid, Jake Gyllenhaal one? Yes. Oh, that's so a bad, bad. Movie. Um, But anyway, we're getting <laughs> off topic. Surprise, surprise. Uh, go see A Quiet Place if you haven't. There's. It's, it's very tense. It's very tense. And it's so interesting. I really want to read the script, um, which I plan on doing now that I've seen it. Uh, because there's literally maybe six lines of spoken dialogue yeah. in the movie, um, which sounds like it would be a tough watch, but it's not. And it also goes to show how humans are capable of communicating even when you're not speaking, speaking. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, go see it if you haven't. You will enjoy it. It's unless great. you don't like scary or tense movies. That is true. I would like say that if you're not someone who likes being startled, I was very startled. Yes. There were a few jump scares audibly, for sure. Audibly startled. Really? Yes. I made a lot of noise. <laughs> I had to cover my mouth at one point with my shirts because I knew I was going to yell. I can't. I just like, I don't like being startled. And when I get startled, I can't control <laughs> I my I don't reaction. like being startled. <laughs> but I love this movie. It was great. Um, I have a music recommendation for everyone. Please. Um, it is the band The Aces. I sent you one of the songs. Yes, I don't know if I actually mm-hmm. listened to it, though. Sure didn't. Um, but they are a quartet of lovely women. Mm-hmm. And they rem- this album is the album I wanted Haim to release second. Okay. And they didn't. They released an old, dusty Fleetwood Mac album that mm-hmm. even Fleetwood Mac didn't want to release. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hyde. but the Aces did, <laughs> and you guys should check it out. They have a like the first three songs will get you. If you if you don't like the first three songs, you're a crazy person. They're all like immediate pop hits. I would say as the album goes on, it's a little repetitive, mm-hmm. but not something that would put you off it. It's a okay. great solid listen all the way through. The Aces, the Aces. I'll check them their out. Aces. Yay! See what he did there. Do you see? I saw it. 
And I liked it. Over you guys, and I'm still pulling it together. I think that this is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) So we're doing research again. (laughs) Seriously, see, this is how I do it every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to talk about Life in Pieces. Okay, I mentioned it to Paul earlier. I said, "Do you watch Life in Pieces?" He said, "Hell no." And I said, you should, because it's so fucking good. What made you start watching it? It's been on for like three years. I know. Josh and I started watching it. And um, this is the James Brolin one, right? It is. And, and Colin, Colin Hanks. Hanks. I like Colin Hanks. He, I. And Diane Weiss, right? Yes. I love her. The cast is amazing. And the guy from Newsroom, who I didn't like in Newsroom, but I like him in this. Um, and Betsy Brandt, who was on Breaking Bad. Paul wouldn't know that. But she's fucking hilarious. Her name hilarious. is Betsy Brandt. She was on Breaking Bad. Oh. That's hilarious. Yeah, and she always wore purple. Not her choice, but for whatever reason, the, the customers always Hi, wore purple. I'm Betsy Brandt from Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, the cast is great. My only, the only thing is that it's a very white show. Everybody on it is white. Uh, so in that way, um, Modern Family definitely has it on them. But the writing is so fucking funny. It's legitimately funny. I laugh out loud at least three she times. She's so intensely staring at me right <laughs> yeah, now. It's so. making me uncomfortable. <laughs> It's had to break away my. <laughs> the one that I watched most recently, they did a miscarriage oh, storyline. God damn! And I was crying, but it was still funny. Wow! This shit is right. Okay. They did a good job. They're doing a good job. Um, I really am enjoying it. Okay. And I am not one to enjoy TV very often. You do not. So unless you're like doing laundry, or on your phone, and looking doing laundry and, and looking, looking at, at my phone. phone. <laughs> um. It's good. Check it out. I am very... I'm as surprised as you are. Wow. It's good. So did you start from the most recent... Like, did you go watch started, season one? Yeah, started from the pilot. See, I watched the pilot. I don't know why it was very funny. But that's a long time ago. And episode two is even better. Okay. It just gets better. Maybe. You're getting a strong maybe from me. Okay. My last wig mm-hmm. is, again, God's listening. But God's listening and was like, mm, maybe not. Um... <laughs> I just waved my finger. Yes. Like, he, he, okay. Lauren Hill is bringing the miseducation of Lauren Hill on tour. We talked about this. We talked about it, and I said it was being done at the Essence Festival, I believe. In Chicago. Yes, but she's actually, I said, what if she did a tour for the Mm. miseducation of Lauren Hill? And I said I would be into that. And she's like, okay, I'll do that. The downside is she's not coming to Los Angeles. What? I know. Fuck that. Anywhere in California? Wait, hang on. She announced some new dates. Oh, no, she's not. She's going to be in Mountain View, California. Where is that? It's, I don't know, somewhere like up north somewhere. Mountain, somewhere where you can see mountains. (laughs) San Diego. Is it it Mountain View? Are you looking from the mountain or at the mountain? That's a good question. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. She's doing like everywhere about, she's doing Vegas. She's doing San Diego. No Los Angeles show as of yet. The dates are through October. So maybe she'll add some more, but this is a pretty. Should we go down to San Diego? Maybe. I wouldn't. I like San Diego. I've never really. It's not much the Essence Festival. She's doing Chicago's Pitchfork Music Festival. That's right. And that was. But this is going to be the entirety of Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Like that, it might be worth the drive to San Diego. Could be. Could be. Might be. All right. That's all I have for wigs. So if you got anything else, I just want to talk about Cardi B for a second. Cardi. Cardi. Excuse me. I burped. Um, I. Really like Invasion of Privacy. I think it is a jammer. Um, there are a couple like mumbly 
meandering songs, which I'm not into that style of music. Um, but there are far more, I think, jams than there are mumbles. Um, and I also just want to say she is so fucking charming and funny. And I am on the Cardi train. I think she's great. The, the one byproduct out of all of this that I'm really not, uh, feeling, I'm not vibing on is this whole Nikki versus Cardi shit. No, it's so tired. Hey guys. He, newsflash, you can like both of them. Yeah. And there can be two boss bitch female MCs out there. Yeah. And they can both be good. Yeah, because remember when you were a fan of Drake, Jay-Z, uh-huh. and Lil John And Dollar Sign. High Dollar Sign, Chance the Rapper. Nobody. I mean, they have beef, but it doesn't mean that you can't like one or the other. And I'm like, sure you do. Like... I don't so, know why, because we put women against each exactly. other. Exactly. So can we just get off that that vibe for a while and have like two to. really strong, awesome fucking chicks out there right now? I would like that. Um, that's to all y'all Barbies. Yeah. That's what they call <laughs> Nikki's fans. Does Cardi have a fan name? Oh, that's a good question. What are Cardi fans called? What are <laughs> <laughs> Cardi fans called? Um, but it, this conversation also reminded me that I got so mad right before Beachella when I get my computer, I open it up, and fucking Post Malone. Oh, that man's face. <sighs> it was the biggest troll of my life because I have done <laughs> nothing but bitch about Post Malone since he's become into my realm of consciousness. <laughs> Um, and he does this fucking inspirational speech. This 22-year-old from Texas, white boy, is just like, if anybody can do this. They told me that I couldn't do this or whatever. And he's just like using himself as an inspiration for everybody else. Well, to be fair, he has made a career for... You don't like him. I don't like him either. <laughs> but the man is on stage at Coachella and he was dress- addressing the fact that he's on stage at Coachella and he's grateful for that. That's all. Boo. You just don't like him. I don't like him. Okay, but like the man's not allowed to stand on the stage and be like <laughs> not in my living room. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> we were texting during that and I was told I was like Lindsay's in her feelings about this guy. I was so angry. Listen, I turned on my TV slash computer, <laughs> Apple AirPlay, <laughs> um, expecting yeah, that's a shout out, fucking but. Beyonce, yeah, well, and was... I get Post Malone? No, ma'am. Well, no, ma'am. He's winning. He is winning. <laughs> Joke's on me, guys. <laughs> Do you know Cardi B's real name? It sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Belacar Azkabar or something like that. <laughs> it's Belcalis Almanzar. It's, <laughs> it's a, it, it sounds like, like an anagram for something else. Somebody, there's a meme floating around out there that said, I just said that three times fast and shit started floating. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think uh, Marilyn Manson had an onstage meltdown. That's for next week, Surprise! I guess. You guys. I guess so. Um, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this train this wreck very, as much as we yeah, did. Yeah, avant-garde thing that we tried this week because I'm hungover um, and didn't have time to do research. I think it went well. I think it went great. I'm just going to keep drinking then. <laughs> Paul's wasted right now, everybody. Uh, 
All um, right. Well, um, don't forget to rate and review us, please. please. And send us emails at wigsandweiss at gmail.com. Our tweet Instagram us. is at wigsandweiss. Tweet you us. Tweet us. <laughs> talk to us. Let us know your feelings. Let us know your thoughts. We'll be back next week, uh, two weeks, with an all new episode and, and a, boner a boner alert. alert. Donnie, sorry about sorry, the boners. Um, um, but thank you for listening, everyone. Love you. Bye. Bye. You know